Welcome to the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. My name is Robin Polk. I've lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over six years. Join me each week where I'll be sharing reasons why weight loss feels so hard after 50, tips and tricks for weight loss after 50, and strategies for successful long-term weight loss. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast, the show where we dive into reasons why weight loss feels harder over 50, tips and tricks for weight loss over 50, and strategies for successful long-term weight loss. I am your host, Robin Polk, and I am thrilled that you are joining me. A little bit more about me, I am a wife of 33 years a mom of two, and a nana to four beautiful and amazing grandchildren. Of course, I have to add that. I also am a weight loss coach to women over 50. I've helped women lose weight and shift their mindsets for lasting weight loss results. But here's the thing. It wasn't always like this for me. I had been overweight my entire life, and I've probably been on hundreds maybe even thousands of diets throughout the years. And I was never able to, I had lost weight uh, several times, but I was never able to maintain that weight loss. But everything changed for me when I was 50 and my back went out and instantly my life changed. Um, Because my core was so weak, I couldn't sit for any length of time. So my only options were standing, walking, or lying down, period. That was it. I couldn't, we couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't get in the car. I couldn't, we couldn't go out to restaurants. Literally not able to sit for any length of time. I couldn't go to work, couldn't clean my house, and I couldn't at the time hold my four-month-old grandson. So that was a huge reality for me at the time. And when this happened, there were so many questions swirling around in my head because I've never been so scared, so lost, so afraid of what was going to happen to me if I didn't start taking care of myself and start losing weight for good. These questions came up like, how was I supposed to do anything? Who was I? What would become of me if I didn't recover? How am I supposed to live now? And then, of course, where do I even start? I remember going to the doctor and her telling me, you know, it was a lower back injury and her telling me it would take a year to heal. And I remember saying out loud, probably really loud, a year because that just seemed like so much time that it would take me to even heal I, I, I just kept thinking of what's going to become of me? How, how am I going to make this work? I've been on hundreds of diets. I don't even know what to do. Well, the first thing I needed to do was heal because like I told you, I wasn't able to sit for any length of time. So when I ate, I stood, I would drop things <laughs> and my husband would come home from work and find things on the floor because I wasn't able to pick anything up. And That was really the first thing that I knew I needed to heal was not just my body, but to start to heal my mindset because I was swirling in these thoughts of what was going to happen to me and how am I going to make this happen. So I spent the first few months healing and that's exactly what I did. I rested. I was healing my body. I probably lost a few pounds along the way because 
I hadn't weighed myself, but I just started dabbling with some ways of eating because I had, of course, I had the time to do it. I was able to research things that I knew about myself. I knew I loved sugar. I know I loved carbs. I had to find ways of eating that I just wasn't consumed with food because all my life I felt consumed with food. And if you are anything like me, I thought about food all the time. So when even having breakfast, I'd be thinking of my next meal, my next snack, and what when is it next, and planning it all out, and putting into my fitness pal and having this huge plan for my day of all the foods I would be eating throughout the day. And see, here's the problem. I was so consumed that I thought about food all the time. What's next? When am I eating next? I didn't feel like I should be that consumed with food all the time, right? So as I had researched this stuff and knew these things about myself, I just started putting my needs first. I started really paying attention to the foods I ate, how they felt in my body. Did I feel good? Did I feel good a couple hours later? Did I feel tired? Did I feel lethargic? Did, you know, really paying attention to how my body felt. And it made it so much easier in like giving myself grace and speaking kindly to myself. That's really what I wanted. I really wanted a different type of joy and peace and happiness in my life. And that is really what I did along the beginnings of my journey. I officially started my transformation on July 1st, 2017. And here's the thing. I made so many mistakes along the way, but I knew this time it had to be different. Each day I had to choose me. I had to choose me above everything else. Because if you're anything like me, if you're a woman in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we spent our lives, taking care of our husbands, taking care of our children, and neglecting our own needs. Not on purpose, of course, but that's just how how it worked, right? We, we just didn't care for ourselves. We put everyone before ourselves without prioritizing our own selves. And that's what I really knew I needed to do, because if I was not able to take care of myself, how am I going to be able to take care of anybody else? It was proven. I wasn't even able to lift or hold my four-month-old grandson at the time. That, to me, just sticks in my mind. I can't let it go. And it's the reason why I go back to it all the time when it feels hard, when it feels like I don't want to continue putting good foods into my body, when I feel like spiraling out of control and having sugar and having sweets and really going down that bad tunnel of consumption, consuming of food. I just didn't want to be like that. And I knew my why had to be the reason that kept me going. And that has to be the reason why you keep going on your weight loss journey, your why. I've heard people describe it like this, your why that makes you cry. So why do you want to lose weight and go deeper into it? So 
for me, my number one thing is health because I don't want to ever go back to the way I was. I don't ever want to feel that powerless and useless and have so much guilt and shame over how I'd let myself go. And it's like, you know, it's like the people that are closest to you know this. And I wanted to change for them. I wanted to be better for them. So health, why? Because if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of them. And they mean everything to me. So you have to make it mean something for you. Go deep in your why. And there is your answer. And that's what you keep coming back to every single time it feels hard. I know that this journey is not easy. It is hard. But as you go along your journey and your transformation and you start seeing the changes in yourself and how you feel, it makes you want to keep going, to keep doing better because you start to realize what is really possible for you. And on the days that it feels especially hard, return to your why. Why do I want to do this? Why does this matter to me? And when you mess up, because I'm just going to say that because you will. Weight loss is a practice. This is something, if you haven't lost a huge amount of weight and kept it off for a really long time, the only difference is practice, that you keep doing it and keep going until you succeed. That is the only reason I lost weight, because I kept going back to it. I kept going back to my why. Why do I want to do this? And just doing it and choosing me over and over and over again. Even if you have to do it a hundred times a day, saying to yourself, I can do this. This is possible for me. And continuously going back to it. It's what will make you successful. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. If there is anything that comes up for you, if there is something you'd like me to share on the podcast, if there are some guests that you'd like to hear from, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, remember to keep it simple. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you would leave a five-star review for more weight loss tips and tricks, join us over in the free Facebook community at Weight Loss Women Over 50. And until next time, remember to keep it simple.